My name is Ron Fitzsimmons, and I'm the executive director of Alice's Kids. So can you tell me the beginnings of Alice's Kids? Um, well, it kind of stems from the, the early 60s when my family was on the New York State welfare system. And uh, so we were accepting welfare for about four years, and we were in a middle-class neighborhood. But things got really, really bad. Uh, for us during that time. And uh, we were named the welfare family uh, and we were bullied and we were harassed and made fun of when I would come to school with holes in my shirts and stuff. But every once in a while, my mother, Alice, would pick up a few extra dollars ironing shirts or something. And she'd come home and she'd say, you know, let's go to EJ Corvettes or some other store and let's go buy new sneakers. Well, let's go buy the new Beatles record, something like that. And we remembered, my sister and I remembered how we felt when she said, let's go out and, and get your own thing. Jump ahead many, many years. And about 12 years ago, my sister and I were talking. Uh, she was visiting me and we started talking about the childhood. And I was kind of between jobs and um this notion came up about maybe trying to help kids who were in our situation and helping them not with the big stuff, food, housing, legal assistance. There are so many charities that do, but helping with the small things. Right. That means a lot. And uh, so the idea started to evolve. And I, uh, the first thing I did was I went to all the local charities around here. You know, I don't want to duplicate efforts. And I went to them. I said, hey, do you do this? If a kid can't afford $50 for soccer cleats or can't afford the prom ticket. Do you give them money if they're your clients? One woman said, I don't have a petty cash drawer. I don't do things like that. And I went, oh. And it went from there and everyone else said, I can't do that. I'm not set up to do that. I talked to teachers. Teachers, of course, told me they're shelling out money all the time for kids uh, for for items that the parents can't afford. And so this idea started to evolve and I started to raise some money we incorporated. And it, you know, it just kind of went from there. So what does it mean to you to carry your mom's legacy in the name of the charity? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm glad we're doing it. You know, my mom died, geez, 15 years ago. Uh, and it's nice to carry out something in her name uh, and um, and all. She was a troubled woman. Uh, she had, I think, a third grade education. Uh, she had lots of issues, but she really meant well and uh, and you know tried her darndest. Uh, so it, yeah, it's 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 what's the word? Pain forward, I guess. You know, um, yeah. but. Uh, I'm glad we started because it's now evolved into this national charity. Yeah, I was going to ask you about it. You got a lot of publicity the past few weeks with uh, Celebrity Jeopardy and uh, Pat Oswald raising money. How did that come about and how is that helping? Well, Patton has been a friend of ours for about seven years. He started donating about seven years ago. And uh, I've met him once. He invited me and my wife to go backstage when he was performing at the Kennedy Center a few years ago. But we, since he donated, we've been in touch with each other email-wise. And 
he sent money and I said, thank you. And he said the magic words. He said, is there anything else I can do for you? So I jumped on it. And, uh, but he's been amazing. His daughter's name is Alice. I think there's a connection there. Uh, but he's the kind of guy that just goes off and does things. So with Celebrity Jeopardy, he didn't tell me about it. Um, I, I got an email from a producer saying, hey, Pat Oswalt, Celebrity Jeopardy, designated Alice's kid. I'm going, what? And so I texted Patton. And I said, hey, man, we call each other man. Hey, man, hey, man. Um, did you do this? Are you doing this? And he said, yeah, man, uh, it'll be great. He, and he said, I can win up to a million dollars for you guys. I went, what? Um, so it went from there. And, um, you know, I, I, I won't go into all the details of, of the thing, but, you know, he went to quarterfinals, semifinals, then in finals. And uh, yeah, he came in second place. And uh, so that's $250,000. To put it in perspective, Mike, we, um, this year, we, our budget calls for us spending a million dollars on kids. Last year, we spent about 725000 The year before that, it was 500000 So we're going like this. So a million dollar budget for this year, which means, of course, you have to raise a million dollars. Yeah. And uh, so 250 is one quarter of the budget in February, you know, whoa. So it's a nice injection of funds. And uh, it just, it really just means, well, we'll I was going to raise a million anyway. We're going to add the 250 to that. So yeah. it all goes in one pot. So the bottom line is that we can reach more kids. We can help more kids. It's as simple as that, uh, which is what we'll do. Earlier, you said, you know, the little things make a big difference. And, you know, helping these kids, you know, what have you learned from them? Um, I, I knew it, but what I have learned, you know, it's been fortified even more was the fact that, you know, when you when you're living in poverty, it, you suffer physically and emotionally. Physically, you know, when we didn't have any heat or hardly any food or no electricity, those were um, indignities that we could keep in our house. No one knew we were freezing in February. You know, no one knew I was starving. Um, but it was when like I said earlier, when I had to go to school in the same shirt for five days in a row, or my shoes were flapping, my sneakers were flapping, or I couldn't go on the field trip because we couldn't afford $5. Those are public embarrassments. The other kids see this. And uh, like I said, I knew that from personal experience, but I'm, I'm seeing it you know, once again with all the requests that we get and the kids who are just in that situation you know, who they, they can't go to the prom with their friends. You know, they can't walk around with the yearbook and get them signed because they can't afford the yearbook. They can't go to school because they can't afford the uniform. Um, there's a lot out there that people don't realize that when they think of poverty, they think of kids, people who don't have food, housing, they're homeless, they're no medical, which is accurate. But there's also this other 
underbelly of poverty that you don't see very often. And part of my mission, our mission, is to educate people. You know, it sounds like, it doesn't sound like a big deal. Oh, the kid can't go on the field trip. You know, think of that six-year-old kid who, and I, I've seen this happen, who has to go sit in another classroom because his class is going on the field trip and he can't afford it. Many times the teachers pay for the PTA or something, but what we've done for all those people, the teachers and social workers, we've given them now a resource. Hey, just send us an email. I'll approve it. I can show you. It's, it's amazing what happens with us. Um, but um, um, yeah, give me a second here. Um, so says, thank you for your request. Thank you for your request. These are all requests on one page that I have in front of me. So I'm going to go boom, 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 approve, 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 approve. I read them and I read everyone. Uh, but yeah, the, the, maybe the bigger picture even is to educate people. Because uh, I think that it's not a misperception, but I think it's just people aren't aware of what people in poverty go through what the kids go through and stuff like that. You're in a strange classroom or you can't see the blackboard because you don't have glasses. That can stick with you for your whole life. Um, think about something like glasses when you can't read. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, it's uh, it's been rewarding to do this. It's depressing. It It breaks my heart when I see these requests and I read them but it warms my heart when I can say approved and let's send them a gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods or something like that, or Macy's or whatever. Um, um, I just wish and hope that we can reach millions and millions of more kids very, in the future. They're out there. And now, you know, people are talking more about uh, mental health and, uh, and, I've talked to, you know, doctors who talk about, you know, childhood trauma has a lot of effect in life. So how is, I mean, how important is it for these kids to, you know, be appreciated knowing they have someone uh, there for them? I don't see the kids. I don't talk to the kids. So I don't know the answer directly. However, again, from personal experience, I know you appreciate the help. You appreciate that someone is caring about you. But also, we do get a lot of letters from the teachers or from the parents who will say, hi, Alice is good. So the, the parent knows they're getting help. They get a gift card from Alice is good. But parents write us regularly to say, oh, you know, Johnny and I went out to Dick's Sporting Goods to get his new soccer cleats. We've never been to Dick's Sporting Goods. He didn't want to leave. You know, it's like going to Disneyland for some of these kids. Um, and uh, so we know we're having an impact on kids. Are we changing their lives? It's hard to tell. I don't know until I talk to the kid another 10 years from now. I, you know, But we're certainly giving them a chance. And, and like you said, letting them know that someone cares. They're going to 
they don't know they're getting charity, but sometimes the parents say, someone helped us. You know, every parent is different, how they handle this. And sometimes we get letters from kids who have been told, particularly older kids, you know, uh, and, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a little, well, not your average charity where we come and we give them a pair of shoes and you see them smile and you take their picture and they write a note, you know, that the parents said, write them a note to thank you. It doesn't work that way here. We're, we're anonymous. And a lot of people, including Patton Oswald, really like that aspect of our work. He's often talking about preserving the dignity of the child. Yeah. My sister and I know when we were in our situation, we had uh, civic associations and churches come into our doorstep, handing us a box of clothes or a turkey or whatever. And as much as we appreciated it, it was embarrassing. Uh, and, um, and all, you know, and you're picking through the clothes and once my sister picked out a sweater and she went to school the next day in the sweater and there was a kid down the hall saying, hey, that's my sweater. She had donated it to something else, to the Salvation Army, it got to us. So it's a different dynamic what we're doing. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that's why we don't ask for the kid's name and, and the request form. You can see the request form. We don't ask for their names. We don't want to know. It doesn't matter to us. So where do you want to see the organization in the next three to five years? Well, by that time, I better have gotten that $10 million donation from Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg. Who knows? You know, it's going to happen. I, I'm convinced that if I had, how long we've been going here, if I had 10 minutes with one of those people, they'd write a check. I'm totally convinced. It's getting to them, getting their attention. Right. Uh, and, and, and we're working on that. And things like Celebrity Jeopardy and, you know, Steve Carell, the actor who's a big supporter, you know, his, his interest in our stuff and them talking to other people and this and this and Twitter and this, it's going to hit somewhere. It's already hit. I mean, five years ago, our budget was less than $100,000. So things have been happening, you know, and so now we're where we are. But uh, yeah, three to five years, um, probably we'll probably have a new executive director. Uh, and, uh, but it'll be a much larger charity, no doubt. Because the need's there, the need's there, and lots of generous people out there. Yeah, that's amazing. And yeah. what you're doing, I mean, uh, have you ever thought of, you know, what you want your legacy to be? Well, Alice's kids, um, uh, I, I've had other careers, <laughs> and uh, but this is the best work I've ever done. My background is in national politics, you know, mm -hmm. worked for members of Congress, the lobbyists, this. Did you get anything done? I may have gotten something done. This, geez, every day I'm getting something done, you know, times 25. Uh, uh, you know, uh, knowing a kid's going to be going to summer camp, you know, uh, in a few months because of us, or and they're or they're taking violin lessons. I mean, it's it's amazing. So that's that would be my hopefully my legacy. Um, 
and uh, and uh, it's a nice it's a nice legacy to have, I think.